And today we are going to be talking about giving to the needy. Um, it directly relates to Matthew chapter 6, verse 1 through 4. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about the needy. Now, everybody, everybody across the world, at some point in time, needs something. Whether it's love, they might need money, food, water, clothes. They may want something flashy. Now, right there, I just kind of gave it away. Needy, and I just used the word want. Two different things. So that's one thing as Christians we need to be aware of. There, there are those who need certain things to live. They need certain things to have a better life. You know, people need food. People need water. People need opportunity. People need kindness. People need love. People need interaction with other people. People deserve to be treated like human. They need that human interaction. Now, wanting something, I may have a jacket, but I may want a better jacket. Maybe it looks nicer. Maybe it's a little bit warmer, but maybe it's just more aesthetically pleasing to my eye. Oh, I like that company or I like something. doesn't mean I need it. It means I want it. You know, I have I have something to drink. I have water. Oh, I like uh, soda or fruit juice or something. Do I need fruit juice or soda to live? No, I have water. But as Christians, it's important for us to know that difference. We we you know I, I'm in America, and there's we have listeners all over the world. So I see people in the different places I go, and some are asking for money. I see some standing outside with signs asking for beer. <laughs> and believe it or not, uh, they get a, a lot of individuals giving them beer. Um, do they need beer to live? No, uh, but they're getting it for free. People are giving it to them. Um, some some just need money. Some Some ask for food. Uh, there's a lot of people who need things to live and there's a lot of people who want things and we need to discern as, as good Christians, as good followers of Christ, we need to make sure, you know, we're helping somebody who needs something, not just because they want it. I mean, if someone has excess and they want to make someone happy and provide something that they want, that's fine. It's not going to help that person live any longer. They're going to be temporarily happy with it. Then they'll want something else. But for the for the true need, when someone just needs a little bit of water to live or a little bit of food because they're dying of starvation, they don't have clothes. You know, it makes a difference. Now, we need to start with ourselves 
before we give anything out. That's the first thing we need to do as Christians. What do we need? Do we have everything we need? Do we have good health? You know, these are the things we need. We need good health. We need, we need good physical health, good mental health, good spiritual health. You know, do we have income? Do we have money available? Or, do, you know, do we have bills? Can we, can we pay our bills and provide? And provide means putting food on the table, paying our bills. And, you know, there may or may not be extra money left over. Some don't have bills. Some have very little income. Some have a lot of income. It, it's going to depend on where you're at around the world and the social and political and religious and, and a lot of factors that go into making that economic pie wherever you're at. And it is like a pie. It really, it really depends on, you know, currencies. There, there's a lot to it. If you, if you want to break it down, currencies, trade, third world status, you know, where you're at in the world, uh, you know, the, the location, the geolocation matters as far as the resources you'll have available around you. Um, and it can get complex. But remember that a need is different from a want. And as a Christian, we need to take care of ourselves first. If there is extra and you can help others, you know, please, please do if you can. You know, make sure you have a little bit extra saved. So if something happens, you're not destitute and broke. You, you need to plan appropriately. You know, before you can help other people, you need to help yourself. Always remember that. And I didn't say it at the beginning, but I hope everybody's having or had a blessed week. If you think you've had a ba bad week, remember one thing. You're sitting here listening to me. And you are alive. You're breathing. You have life. You have a spirit-filled body. And there is a lot you can do with that. Now, having said that, you know, everybody, like I said, I hope has had a blessed week and is doing the best that they can. Remember, if you think you're not having a blessed week with the breathing and living, you know, God is always with you. God is there. That's having a blessed week because that salvation, that redemption, asking God for forgiveness for your sins, being able to pray and talk to God. Some people out there, I've had some people say, well, that's stupid. There is no God. I, I know people that... I get in discussions with, and they say, there is no God. And then we start having those discussions. Well, it's science. It's this. It's this. I explain things. Science, if you want to look at things from a scientific viewpoint, science has a process. It is a formula. There, it's always a box or something that you put the item in from which it can be examined. But what happens when it doesn't fit neatly in that box? Oh, then they don't know how to deal with it. Only under certain 
strict guidelines and conditions can they address it, like religion? Because we take a leap of faith and we believe in God. Now, there is evidence of Jesus through the writing, historical periods. It can prove Jesus existed. Things happened in history. There's science at work, although they don't want to believe it because it still gets into areas which they can't explain. They can't explain it, then therefore it must not be. But that comes back to having faith and understanding I'm not God and neither are you, but God is there with us. So hallelujah, he's there. If you're having a bad week or day or month, or you just can't seem to get out of it, just remember, please go to my podcast site at Podbean. Reach out to me. There's a contact page there. Send me your information. Reach out to me. Let me know what's going on. I'll see what I can do. I don't know what I can do, but I will respond. I want to help. I want everybody to have the best blessed life they can have. So having said that, we're going to go ahead and jump into Matthew chapter 6, verse 1 through 4. Giving to the needy. Beware of practicing your religiousness and your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Now, that's verse 1. Beware of practicing your righteousness, your religiousness, before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. By practicing it, you don't need to... The, the idea here is not to practice it, you know, in front of other people. You want to be, you know, seen doing it, but it's not for the reason you think. You know, it's like, oh, look at me, I'm doing this. No, you do it because it's the right thing to do as a Christian. It's secondary that somebody sees you do it. But when you, when you are going to practice that, you know, and you want to visually show that God exists through how you act. It's not something you, like a coat you put on when you're leaving your house or a shirt or clothes you put on when you're leaving your house. It is you and what you do, even when you're in your house, in your house, out of your house, in the shower, anywhere you go. It's not just so people can see you because then you're not truly doing it. For God or Jesus, you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it so so people will, oh, look at them. They're, they're, you know, I don't need people saying that to me. I know what I have to do. Everybody else should be the same way as well. You know, God doesn't want, want it, you to be out there doing it. And then, you know, you getting, oh, look at them. Yes, we... You're so great. You're helping these people. Well, that's secondary. It should be, you know, the need of that person that you're addressing. 
Matthew 6, verse 2. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. Now, at the start of that, it says, Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you. Now, they use the word trumpet. It's a loud, blurring thing. It you know, or makes some sound like that. However trumpet sounds. I know it probably doesn't sound like a trumpet, but that's my best version of it. Sorry. You know, to let them know you're coming. Hey, look at me. Let me blow my horn. Here I am. Look at me. I'm going to do this. No. That's, that's not what we're supposed to be doing, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues. Isn't that what they do? I'm going to church today. Look at me. I'm all dressed up. Oh, yes, I'm going to church. Oh, well, maybe I'll see you in church. Yes. But, you know, God, as the Bible tells us, you know, what use is there for God in church? Now, people think about that, what I just said, and you may say, well, you've got to go to church to learn. You've got to go to church to, well, if everybody's so Christian, they're going to church. God doesn't need to be there in church, does he? That's not who God needs. God, want the, God wants the, the people that, that need him. If they're so churchy and Christian, you know, going to church isn't a bad thing, but a lot of people go for show. If that's why you're going, you don't need, you know, God doesn't need to be there with you. There's people on the streets, and there's people in home, and there are individuals by themselves who are suffering, who are praying to God for, for miracles just to have water, food, medicine, other things they need. And those other people are praising those people. Oh, yes, you know, they're praising each other. It's like an awards thing you see on TV. The award doesn't matter. It was created by the people who are giving awards to themselves. It, there is no value in that. Yet society puts them on a pedestal. You know, it says, truly I say to you that they've received their reward. Oh, they've gotten it. They're not going to get anything from God for that. They've already got their pat on the back from their their fellow brethren here on earth. It doesn't help them one bit, not one bit, with anything that they might receive in heaven. Because they didn't do it for that reason. They did it so they could look good. So they could say, oh, look at that person. They, you know, they did X, Y, and Z. Well, that wasn't very Christian, was it? On the surface, they may want to, Tout that how you know, hey, I did this, I did this, I did XYZ. They want people to put them on that pedestal and, and praise them. I'm sorry, you should have been doing that the whole time anyway, and you weren't. You could have been. A lot of people do do good things out there. Then there's some that just want that attention. They want that acknowledgement, and that's not why they should be doing it. Uh, verse 3, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Wow. 
Now think about this. You got a left hand and a right hand. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. It's part of the same body. You know, if I go out there and give somebody who needs some help the help they need, whether it's food, water, money, medicine, time, I don't need to go tell everybody, hey, do you know I did this for so-and-so? Do you know I did this over here for so-and-so? What kind of person am I? I did it because it's the right thing to do. I'm helping a fellow human being. Oh, am I carrying around a treasure chest saying, hey, look at me. Yeah, I'm, I'm somebody. I helped all these people. Really? And what about me and my sins? How am I helping? How am I loving and showing kindness and mercy and grace to other fellow Christians and human beings out there? It doesn't just have to be a Christian. There may be times when we want to help someone who's not of another religion. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe it's so bad we can't. You know, maybe it's just so bad we can't. But it may be in a life or death situation. We do something and save a life. Done that a few times. At my own peril. Can you make that decision? Can you really help that person? Or are you going to run and save your own skin? If everybody ran, there wouldn't be anybody to help anybody. Yes, it takes a strong person. Physically strong, emotionally strong, mentally strong. That's why I read the Bible. I understand God as much as I can being a human. I pray. And I'll be darned when there are times when something's just the right thing to do. Nobody's got to praise me for that. Nobody's got to praise you for that. Do what's right. Matthew chapter 6, verse 4. So that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. You don't need to let people see you doing it. You know, it changes you on the inside. There's two ways to change. When you, when you give something to someone, you know, first, is it a need or a want? The satisfaction or how it's going to help that person is different depending on if it's a need or a want of that person. Now, giving, you may say, oh, I gave them a... A game system. That's not the same thing as saying, well, you know, and, and say it in your head. I gave them food because they didn't have any and they were going to starve. Two completely different things. You know, two completely different things. But I wouldn't be going out there anyway if I did something like that and say, hey, I met this person in this place and I did this for him. I was getting ready to say some things that I'd actually done to help people, and I don't want to do that. I mean, I have helped people here and there, and 
a lot of different places around the world. I don't want to put anybody out there in the spotlight. Some of the people needed help. I, I felt bad. I couldn't do more than I did. I've left several people crying because I couldn't do more than I did. It was the only thing I could do at the time when I was there. And my life's journey had to continue. And theirs continued. And that's what we can do. We can only do what we can do. We have to stay healthy physically. We have to stay healthy mentally. We have to stay healthy spiritually. You know, like I said, God's always there. We have to make our time to pray. We need our prayer space where we won't be interrupted. We need time every day to read our Bible a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, it's a big Bible, but just read a verse or two. It doesn't take very long. You learn. You build up that, like I say, that spiritual currency. And when the demons hop on your shoulder, when something somebody's whispering in your ear the wrong thing, you've built up the strength and you've got the spiritual muscle to do what's right. You can say no. Or you could say, yes, it depends on the situation. So that's about being a good Christian, giving to the needy. Now, we finished up one through four. I wanted to read more in this podcast, but next time it's the Lord's Prayer. I want to take some time and go over the Lord's Prayer. And we will next time. And we're going to break that down. It's important to understand it, it it really is there's a logic to the words words are very specific in the bible remember the word choice you know even though it's been translated and translated many times from greek aramaic hebrew back and forth there can be different uh, versions the words are very important that are used. Because think about it. Back then, when you write something down, the materials used to inscribe, you know, write on paper, whether it's the pen, ink, the paper, papyrus, whatever they were using, was very valuable. So they had to be very specific. They couldn't waste it. And they didn't want to waste it. And they didn't. So we'll pay attention to that. Jump into the Lord's Prayer next time. Remember, be a good Christian. If you need to talk about something, please reach out to me. I'm there. I am there. Go to my Podbean page, Christian Life with Dr. William Baker, and go to the contact page and send me, you know, a comment or something. Put in there what's going on, how you want me to contact you. If I can call you, I will. If it's through email, uh, you know, whatever, uh, you know, just uh, I'd like to, you know, at least talk to you. That's the very least I can do. Um, and, you know, I just hope everybody has a blessed week. Remember, you need to take care of you before you can help other people. That is very important as a Christian. If you fall apart and you're falling apart and having a meltdown and having tragedies in your life, and you're not healing and overcoming, you can't help others because you're broken.
you've got to you've got to be healthy as a Christian. That's what we want. We want you to be healthy. You know, even if you can't help others, be healthy. People can see you. And from that, they will learn. And it's not like given to the needy. We're to see you given to the needy. They see how you are. They see how you act. They see what you do. They see what you say. Everything is observed by somebody. And people learn, whether it's good or bad. People learn the good, just like the bad. I love children. When when children are, you know, children are by nature small, young, youthful. And when they grow, they learn things. And then they exhibit what they've learned. Children don't tend to hate. You may see them get mad. Oh, I want that toy. At a certain age. But if you go a little bit before that, I mean, look how they interact with each other. So innocent, playful, innocent. They care about each other. You know, where you're from, who you are, what you are, what you look like, doesn't matter. Anyway, enough of that. I hope everybody has a blessed week. Let your heart not be troubled. And go with God, my friends. This is Christian Life with Dr. William Baker, your host, Dr. William Baker. Have a blessed week.